Buonasera! My name is Marcello. I am a tour leader with Explore. Ciao! Come, follow me. Behind this 200 year old gate is the best view of one of Rome's finest fountains. Ah, oh, bellissima! Look at the Renaissance detail, the sunlight in the bronze! Not everyone knows about Turtle Fountain, but you will if you explore. Search explore.co.uk and don't just travel, explore. Hello and welcome to Thursday Thoughts. Thursday Thoughts? What the hell are they? I hear you cry. Well, my friend Polly and I meet every week over on Instagram to talk all things personal growth because she is as obsessed with it as I am. And we decided that we might as well put those conversations out as a weekly podcast. So now you can listen to us chat here on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll be talking about topics such as spirituality, limiting beliefs, ego, imposter syndrome, gratitude, meditation, confidence, and so much more. So if you're ready, here we go. So what did we, well, I think we were, talk, we were thinking about, well, I was thinking about, um, we could perhaps talk about how we, how we respond to situations, how we react to situations. And I think those two words are, are key here. So, you know, how we respond, how we react. Because although they seem very similar and they have a similar meaning, actually there's a real there is a real difference yeah. in how in in them. Um, so basically, I think a lot of us and I th- and this came up for me because when we were when I was flying here to South Africa on um, at the weekend, it was a really really long overnight flight from the UK, and we stopped off in Johannesburg, and then we had to get an interconnecting flight from Johannesburg to where to George to where to close to where we are now. And it was meant to be quite straightforward. We were meant to have enough time. But anyway, there were huge queues in customs. There were huge queues to pick up our luggage. We then had to recheck in our luggage. We then, we basically were told we probably wouldn't make it. Our luggage probably wouldn't make it to the interconnecting flight. And it was, you know, it was highly stressful. And particularly when you've kind of come off a night flight and you haven't had much sleep. And it was just, I just thought it was so fascinating because a lot of it was out of our control. The pe- we were not, we, we kind of asked if we could jump the queue and it was very clear that we weren't going to be able to do that. And we weren't the only people in this situation. There were a few others who were doing the same thing as us. And I very much was like, and my sister, you know, there were moments where our heart started, you know, when your heart starts to race, you're like, oh my God, are we going to make that flight? And you start feeling a little bit agitated. But actually, it was very much like, well, we can't actually do anything. We have kind of almost got to surrender to the situation. What will be, will be. And is it going to serve us in any way at all to start panicking, start kind of feeling really tense that, you know, it's just going to make and aggravate that situation. But around us, and my, around us, particularly, um, there was this poor woman who was there. She just wasn't coping. She was a nerve. I mean, she was a nervous wreck. She was, there were tears. She she really was struggling. There's this other poor guy who was on his own. He was just in front of us, and he was. I mean, he was. He really wasn't coping. You know, it was. It's, it's highly stressful if you kind of, you know, you want to get on this plane. You you don't know where you're going to stay. It might cost more money if you've got to stay over. Blah 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 blah. So it just made me really realise that you know we. Well, we know this we have a choice in these situations we have a choice we can either choose how we respond and make that choice and 
and as we my sister and I kind of did it was very much we, we resigned to the fact that it you know we're going to get on the flight or we're not and our luggage is going to arrive or not thankfully it was all absolutely fine or you react and you think the worst and you get yourself in a right old state and it's a really horrible miserable stressful situation but with the same outcome yeah. as anyway and 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 the you know the it's not really you know it's our it's our it's the way that we're made because if you think about it that stress response in those sorts of situations which is driven by our amygdala in our in our the old part of our brain is was there to keep us safe it's to kind of like you know you just it switches that stress response on which basically means that you don't have moments or times to to think about your reaction you know if you were in the serengeti <laughs> desert and you were being chased you don't want to be pondering over your reaction you want to just react you know and in that moment so that's what, why we we tend to sometimes snap or we react in the way that we do but actually because the way we've evolved sometimes we haven't kind of quite caught up yet with with you know the way that now we're able to we've kind of got that prefrontal cortex part of our brain now where we're able to kind of mull things over we've kind of got more time and actually we can choose how we respond it's about being able to access that and if your nervous system is at full capacity and that and you know you're you you really um haven't got any awareness about any of this then you're most likely to react and you're going to you're going to you know react in a way which is probably negative which is going to be unpleasant you might snap you might say something you you know in other situations you know you might that's when we say things we we regret so really i suppose this you know i just want to bring this up because it is possible to train that reaction with various tools which we can talk about various tools we can train ourselves to actually have that moment and it can sometimes be just a split second that moment to pause so that we're not flying off the handle or we're not you know saying something we regret and actually ch make a choice to react completely i mean you've you've put it so well and it's it's interesting because when i look at myself and my life i have until the last three four years i was always super reactive always it was just kind of like you know part of my personality that i was just a bit feisty and a bit you know a bit reactive but actually as i have been doing this inner work that you and i have been doing for how many years it has completely enabled me to do exactly what you were just talking about which is to take a moment and to respond instead of react and i think what it actually comes down to is something very 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 simple but it's but you know i'm sure people are like oh yeah i know i know i know but are we actually doing about anything about it and that is there are there is one thing that we have control over in life and it's our ourselves it is our our thoughts our, our mind and the way that we things that is literally the only thing that we know that we have full control over that's it so if we if we know, know that then it become when you become really aware of that and when you actually really really take that on board it becomes much easier i think in those situations exact and the and the flight example is is a perfect example of this 
I always use the example of being stuck in traffic. I used to be that girl who would get stuck in a traffic jam and be sitting behind the wheel going, oh my God, you know, like freaking out, like, oh my God, I'm gonna be late and this and ah, you know, whatever. And it, it is completely futile because just like you said, it's the same outcome. It's literally gonna be the same outcome. And actually I say that often, it is a better outcome when you respond instead of because you never know what might happen if you respond instead of react because you might strike up a really nice conversation with a flight attendant or you know what i mean you just it the outcome is either going to be the same or it's going to be better if you respond rather than react and so yeah, i think that's the first thing that is really really key here and and i have to say i don't know whether you know much about the stuff but i've been i've been um following a guy called ryan holiday for for quite a long time and he is very much into stoicism and stoic philosophy which i find absolutely fascinating i've read books by him he's got a book called uh, ego is the en enemy um he's done he's written loads of books and he has a podcast anyway one of the things that the stoics talk about is such a great philosophy it's such a great life philosophy stoicism but one of the things that they talk about the most is just the fact that we only have control over ourselves and how there is no point in trying to control anything else because we'll never be able to. And as soon as you realize that the only thing you can control is your mind and your thoughts and how you respond, you really free yourself up and it just makes your life better. But I know it's much easier said than done, but what I will say is that over the last few years, the thing, one of the main things that has, and this is one of the tools that we can use, but I, for me, the main thing that has changed this for me and has allowed me or enabled me to respond to things instead of react is meditation. And I know that meditation has, has made a significant difference because, you know, what and you'll you'll explain you'll probably explain this much better than I could, but it but because it kind of balances your nervous system, it, it enables you to when you're feeling, you know, when you get into those situations, you're not so depleted. So you're more able to then respond instead of react. So I think, you know, mod med meditation, meditation would be the very first thing that I would suggest people do, and or breath work. Um, which I know you'll talk about too, um, but I do a combination of both, as do you. And yeah, it's just that, that is the thing that has allowed me to be so much calmer in general and really take on board the fact that we do not have control over anything else, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I think when when we react instead of respond you know when we lose our shit basically that is because you are absolutely run ragged most yeah. of the time you have no capacity you have no flexibility within your nervous system you are probably it's almost like you know imagine a balloon which is just full to bursting full 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 and then it just takes one small instance and then yeah. it pops and it explodes and actually what we want is a nervous system which is a bit of a, which is a balloon which has got a little bit of give to and you know which you can actually you know so that you can actually when you have these stressful situations there's there is room for it for you to be able to kind of uh, cope yeah. with it and so yes there's so many tools that you can do to help 
that with that nervous system flexibility and yes meditation and breath work are absolutely key because what you're doing particularly with that with breath work first of all is that that what that's doing you're in a very safe environment you are building that capacity building that flexibility within your nervous system because you're training your nervous system to be put under stress in very safe conditions through different breath patterns so that yeah so that you you kind of used to it and it's just you're always kind of growing it's your edges are are expanding so that's what one thing you can do and then obviously the meditation what that does for me anyway is that it it buys you that time yeah. in between the the thing happening and your reaction and when you're at full capacity and you don't have any tools then there is literally no time it's literally like the reaction happens but with meditation you're it just I find that you it's almost like time stands still for a moment you suddenly realize you have a choice how you are going to to respond to the situation and and it, that's because you're you're you've trained your mind you've trained yourself to become aware of your thoughts and that is that's that's really so so powerful and I love it when you almost in slow motion go you're about to explode i do this quite a lot with my kids when there's you know we've done something and it's really annoying <laughs> and particularly when i've kind of cleaned my kitchen surfaces for about 10 times in a day and then i'll go into the kitchen and there's like a you know grease all over the surface again and it's like but it's you know and i could easily kind of shout and but actually it's like okay just <laughs> i'm not gonna say that i'll just keep banging my drum can you please wipe the surfaces um because what's it gonna achieve? it's not gonna achieve anything by by shouting you know shouting and that and screen but also so there's, there's those two tools are massive but there's other tools you can do again just for building your resilience you know things like cold water plunging yes gratitude um i've seen alibong say here is a, another really lovely thing that you can do to, to kind of just put yourself into a state of you know my airport situation for example it's like okay i'm just bloody fortunate to to even be here so let's that can really help change and, and your perspective on the situation completely and and also, I think another quite useful thing to be mindful of in those kinds of situations or any situation of stress, because I think, you know, we live in such a sort of crazy, fast paced world. And we, you know, as, as, as you know, like we're in fight or flight mode way more than we should be. We're just constantly in that sort of defensive fight or flight mode rather than the sort of rest and digest. And one thing that I find really helpful is to just think to myself, it, when, I'm, when I'm really stressing about something, I just say to myself, what is, what is actually the worst that's gonna happen here? Like, so if I miss my flight, so, so then what? Okay, so, you know, so ultimately it's, it's almost like you have to think about things in terms of you're safe, you're well, you're okay, the people you love are safe and well and okay, so therefore, why am I freaking out? And I think it's just really important to remember, and certainly for me anyway, just ask myself, well, what is the worst that is gonna happen here? You know, yeah. I am down and I'm gonna be late, then it's me sitting here stressing that I'm gonna be late is not gonna make me arrive any more composed than I would if I wasn't stressing. So I think that's, worth thinking about and one thing actually that that I find really interesting about myself since I've been meditating which is for several years now um well at least I would actually I would say consistently for the last couple of years 
But what I've noticed is that because I've kept up that kind of consistent practice of meditation slash slash breath work, it means that I more automatically choose to respond rather than react. So when you when you do these kind of practices consistently, it just becomes your sort of new normal. And whereas, and don't be me wrong, I lose my shit sometimes. Oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to make out, oh yeah, I'm just like so chilled and so zen. No, I'm not. But compared to how I used to be, I'm a lot more chilled than I used to be. Um, so yeah, I think it's really interesting to look at my own kind of journey that I've definitely find now that I will more automatically fall down on the side of responding rather than reacting, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I and I think, I think particularly, you know, when you've got a lot on your plate, you know, I'm the same, you know, don't get me wrong, I still have moments where I completely lose it, um, but they're just not as frequent. Yeah. But, I, you know, when I'm navigating um, the whole perimenopause thing and, you know, kids and work and, you know, when we're all really busy and being pulled in every direction, I honestly felt that I was just reacting all of the time, all of the time. And I was just, you know, it just makes you miserable. It just really makes you so miserable. And life feels really hard and stressy. And yeah, I mean, I, I and now it, it does take quite a lot for me to get really angsty. Um, you know, I think it's probably mostly with my kids because they know how to push my buttons sometimes. <laughs> But, you know, that again, that's kind of almost like a reflection of of what my tr triggers are with me. So it's always, I always think, actually, if something's triggering me, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Let's have a look. Why Why is that particular, yeah. that particular triggering me? Yeah. Um, so that's another trick you can, you know, that's another tool that you can use if you are getting really triggered. Actually, it could potentially be a reflection of something within you that is feeling a little bit vulnerable, feeling uh, unsafe. It's I find it's kind of is a bit of a mirror of of some of my my own yeah. insecurities. So with those moments, it's it really is about like, oh maybe that's sort of my inner inner child coming out, and can I send it a little bit of love? And you know, and that then allows you to have some sort of empathy for that other person, and that can really help you stop reacting i think empathy and self and and compassion for the other person is a big one and can really really help as well particularly if someone or something particularly if someone is really getting on your nerves being able to almost see the situation from their perspective really helps yeah i completely agree and actually it's just just made me think of something else that i wanted to mention which is that when it comes to, you know, you're obviously thinking about your kids, um, but also I think one of the triggers in a lot of our lives are can can tend to be people that we come into with as we go about our day. So somebody that we're, you know, standing in a queue behind or somebody serves us in the supermarket or in the coffee shop. Those, because one thing that is such a waste of our energy is if so for example if somebody is like rude to you when you know you're you're getting coffee and the you know the barista is not very nice or um 
some you know you kind of bump into somebody by mistake and they have a complete meltdown and you know those those kinds of sort of day-to-day -day life situations where it's so easy to get triggered by random people who kind of come in and out of our days people that we don't know and the way that i always think of it is if somebody is being really rude or not being particularly unpleasant rather than because there you know there is that tendency say you're on your way to work and you know whatever happens with some you know just some random thing happens and then you walk into the office and you're like oh my god this guy just did blah 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 blah, blah. and you kind of have a massive rant about it to your colleague and they're like oh i know yeah this this woman this morning was just such a blah blah blah, blah to me. and you know what i mean it's so easy and almost so tempting to do that it's so tempting to bang on about these little irritations that happen in our day or you know you I mean I'm single you're not I'm sure you know when you come I mean I remember in relationships when I would come home the first thing I'd want to do is like have a rant to my boyfriend about whatever it had been that might have happened today but my point is that if we're allowing those tiny tiny things from people we don't even know if we're allowing those things to get to us we are wasting so much energy not to mention we are flooding our body with cortisol which is really not good for us on any level and you know it, it's just a waste of energy we're lowering our vibe we're just not doing ourselves any good so what i was going to say though is is when somebody is rude or or short or whatever it is i've now kind of trained myself to think god I hope they're okay. Because if someone is really unpleasant to you or really rude to you, don't get me wrong, I can be a fucking bitch if I want. If I'm in the wrong mood, I mean, I can, you know, I, I'm, I have totally been rude to people unnecessarily, you know, on the phone to like getting, you know, internet sorted or whatever. So look, I'm not saying that, that I'm, I, I can't do these things myself. Of course I can. But if you, when somebody is behaving a certain way, if you remind yourself that actually it's about them, it's not about you. I think that really helps. Yeah. And, to, and again, to sort of go, you know, kind of send them some love and just say, oh God, you're obviously having a really bad day or you're not in a good place. And that seems to be, for me anyway, quite a good, a good way to deal with it and to prevent myself from being like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. So true. And yeah, ultimately, we just want to make our lives as easy and as, as enjoyable and as carefree as possible. And these, you know, these tools really do work. Lucy, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to wrap this up because at 10 o'clock my time, there is something called load shedding, which is organized power cups because there's not enough power. And I just want to make sure I can post this oh, whilst I've got one. Go, go, go. <laughs> Listen, have time. Have an amazing rest of time and I'll see you get back. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. You too. I'll be back on um yeah, the weekend. See, see you next Monday on uh, as yeah. in at nine. Back cool. to normal next Monday. We'll see you then. Lots of love, Polly. Have a fab time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.